Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Katrina Fava. Thank you for joining us today. I, um, you know, I have to tell you, I, I found the secret to liking Mondays. Yeah, get yourself a radio show and then start it at 9 a.m. and talk about really cool topics with a bunch of really cool people in the background playing with you. And that will kick off your week in a way that you've never experienced before. <laughs> so since I've chosen to have this radio show, I look forward to Mondays like I never looked forward to Mondays before. I was just saying I went to bed last night. And they, um, I crept into my nice warm bed that my awesome 11-year-old uh, made fresh for me while I was at work. And I snuggled up with my cat on top of my on top of my lap, and I was like, "Oh, I get to play on the radio tomorrow morning." So, so yeah, hey, loving Mondays is possible. I tell you. Okay, so anyways, on that note, if this is the first time you are joining us, thank you for checking out Messy Adventures in Living. Who am I, Katrina Fava, besides your host? Um, so, here's a little bit about me. I um, I like to call myself a messing expert. It's kind of a bit of a joke and kind of not because I um, judged myself my entire life for being messy. And um, I am finally at the point where I am embracing my messiness and looking at how this is actually a capacity and how it's a gift. And so what I invite you to on this show is um, – jumping into your life and getting messy and being willing to get things wrong and being willing to make mistakes, whatever that means, because are there really any mistakes? And how can you, are you truly, if you're waiting to get everything in your life lined up, all your ducks in a row and waiting for all the traffic lights to be green before you even start? So I have a lot of uh, projects on the go all the time and, again, made myself wrong for that for a long time and finally embracing the fact that this is one of my gifts. Um, I do a lot of different things. I I like to change things up. I um, So I am a, a registered nurse. I work uh, at Toronto's Sick Kids Hospital. I'm a pediatric nurse. I have been for about 19 years now. Um, and I love, love love to um to do that and and I am so honored that I get to uh play a part in people's lives and I learn so much from the families and from the kids that I am so blessed to have in my life um that I get to see and play with in that in that role and I'm also I also teach nursing actually and I've been doing that for a couple of years which I think is totally fun that I get to empower new people to become um, nurses and healers and to become people that can impact and empower other people. Um, I'm a mom of three. I have great kids. They're 11, 9, and 5. Uh, sometimes they drive me totally crazy and most of the time they show me all of my junk and they put it all up in my face so that I can see all the places where I'm not being all of me and embrace that more. So I'm so grateful for, for them. Um, 
a few years ago, I learned the tools of an amazing modality called Access Consciousness and became a bars and body process facilitator. I love to um, teach this modality, um, have private sessions with people, and really empower people to know that they are not wrong and that they are um, the other creators of their lives. Um, I also ha- I like to I like bodies. And so one of the things that I discovered a few years ago is that I really enjoy um, cooking things up in the kitchen, but not food. So I like to create um, natural body products. I have my own line of natural body products called Naturally Happy Body. So if you are interested, you can check me out at PetrinaFava.com and find out more about me. So today we are talking about bonding, bonding and families. So... Bonding in families, the glue that holds you together. What comes up for you when when I say that? So maybe you are a mom. Did you ever did you immediately bond with your babies when they were born? Did you did it start to fade at some point? Um do you ever feel cheated because you think that your parents didn't bond with you? Did you love your kids when they were babies because they're all soft and cute and cushy and they don't talk and give you heck (laughs) and then start to feel like they just annoyed you more and more every day as they got older? Um, If you didn't bond with your baby, how much were you judged and how much did you judge yourself? Do you feel guilty for not scheduling bonding time with your family, with your kids, with your friends? What the heck is bonding anyways? And why in the world would you want to be glued to anyone? So what if bonding is not what we think it is? What if you could have communion instead of bonding? And what does that look like? So what else is possible with bonding that may create space and ease within families, friendships, and relationships of all kinds? Are you guys ready? So this conversation came from um, a call that I did on uh, a series called Conscious Birthing and Beyond Illusion and Reality. It's a, a summit, a tele-summit that I was invited to be a guest speaker on. And I talked about bonding. And the conversation, as always, went in a totally different direction than I thought it would, which was great. And I was so excited. I spoke about like I spoke for about two hours and I was so excited and I felt like there was so many more places we could go. And so I brought it here to Messy and Living and I'm excited to talk about this with you guys today. So bonding. So I feel like I talk, I talk a lot about bonding um, in general in my life. I'm a pediatric nurse. Uh, I deal with families and small children. I deal with a lot of families with children who are born very premature and come to us from the NICU. And so there is a lot of discussion about bonding. Um, I'm also a certified infant massage teacher. And so I teach um, families to massage their kids. And I always talk about bonding because one of you know documented benefits of touching your baby is that it really can enhance bonding. But what I want to look at today is what have we decided bonding is and what have we decided bonding means and also what have we decided that bonding isn't and what it doesn't mean and 
all of those decisions, how are they limiting the magic that we can actually create with each other because we have a limited definition of what bonding is and how much wrongness is placed on people. And I think a lot about moms, but this really applies to anyone. But how much judgment is projected at moms and dads specifically when they don't bond with their babies? A ton. How much self-judgment do moms do um, when their babies are born, they feel like they're not bonding. You know, have you ever looked at your baby and been like, oh my God, I thought you were going to be cuter. You are not cute. And like, I do not really like you. And everybody is telling me that I'm supposed to be all gushy, but like, you're kind of weird looking. <laughs> so, and I and I know that that happens. And I know that there's a lot of moms that are like, I don't know what everybody's talking about, but my baby is ugly. <laughs> And they're weird looking and they make weird noises and like, this is not cute. And how much judgment is is around that. So let's look at that today and just blast all of that. Yeah, little aliens, exactly. I'm talking to Keisha in the chat room. Um, by the way, if you want to join us, um, you can call uh, You can call in. The U.S. number is one 815 The Canadian number is one six one three. Eight zero zero eight seven three six, and the UK number is zero three three zero 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 one zero six two five. So we're live. If you want to chat, please call us. Um, if you're a little bit shy to talk, you can go to adazen.fm and click on the chat room link at the top of the screen um, and join us in the chat room. You can just make up a name and type away. So please come play. I, I like to play with you. Okay. So bonding. So what have you decided bonding is that it actually isn't? What does bonding mean to you? What comes up for you when you hear the word bonding? So for for most people, I would say that bonding means making connections with people, um, feeling close to people, creating relationships with people. Um, specifically in terms of bonding with babies, moms and babies, it can mean, it often means, or what we've defined it as, is having these feelings towards your baby that are nurturing, that are caring, um, that you look at your baby and you're just totally head over heels in love with your baby. So I, I would say that this reality defines bonding as those things. And those things can be true. And what if they're not? And what's what is what could actually bonding be that we've decided it absolutely isn't? And I also want to look at the word bond and the word bonding. So we do this this thing on Messy Adventures in Living and maybe on some other radio shows that you've heard here where we look at the word, we uh, look it up on Etymology Online, we look at the word, the definition, the definition from, you know, like the 18th century. And I like to do that because I'm a little bit of a word nerd. So when I say the word bond, what comes up for you? I think of glue. 
and chains. Um, so when I looked up the word bonding on etymology online, the original meaning is actually kind of interesting. Um, a householder or a dweller, which I think is really interesting in terms of moms and babies. So like a householder and a dweller, right? Like a mom, a pregnant mom with their baby. I know, right? A totally unexpected definition. And then I also found uh, bondage to mean birth or a slave. And obligatory binding, a condition of obligatory binding. So do any of those definitions feel fun to you? <laughs> they don't really feel fun to me. Um, they really, for me, those definitions of bonding are a lot of no choice universe, right? So binding uh, a condition of of obligation, obligatory binding, um, a serf or a slave. So what else is possible with us and our babies, with moms and babies, with families and their children, with your relationship with your friends? What else is possible besides what we have traditionally defined as bonding? So we are going to take a break and then we're going to come back and explore that further. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on a to zenfm with myself, Petrina Fava, and today we are talking about families, bonding and families, the glue that holds us together. So um, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session 
or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina, and today we are talking about bonding and families, the glue that holds you guys together. <laughs> okay, so before we went to break, we ta- were talking about the definition of bonding according to Etymology Online, which is a dictionary that looks at the original meaning of words, um, which can sometimes give you a sense of the energy of the word um, as how it was originally intended. And so what I found when I looked up the word bonding is a householder or dweller, which I thought was really interesting when we talk about bonding in terms of moms and babies. So, you know, the householder and the dweller, right? Like the mom is the householder and the baby is the dweller. And um, also anything that binds. Um, so obligatory binding, a condition of being a serf or a slave. Um, interesting, right? So I want to talk a little bit about a couple of the tools of this great body of work called Access Consciousness because I'm going to invite you to use them in, during this conversation. So if, you have, if you're um, interested in finding more about access, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. But um, what this modality does is it offers some tools that you can use to anything that's going on for you in your life. And some of the two of the tools I'd like to play with today, and one of them is um, no right, no wrong, just interesting. So what if you defined nothing as right or wrong and you could see everything as just interesting, just an interesting point of view? So this doesn't mean that everything that you've decided is right is now wrong. And it doesn't mean that everything you've decided is wrong is now right. It just means that without using dirty or the decision that something is right or wrong, you could see everything is just interesting. So I invite you to use that today while we talk about bonding. Everything you've decided is bonding is just an interesting point of view. Um, The... The... Yeah, so, sorry, so um, everything is just an interesting point of view. So no right, no wrong, just interesting. So what if you decided bonding is? And what if you could see all of those definitions as an interesting point of view? So one of the points of view that we have in this reality is that bonding is required for healthy relationships within families. Um so what if that's just an interesting point of view? And what if bonding as nurturing, caring, loving feelings is also just an interesting point of view? So in the chat room, um, Eleanor, uh, someone asked a great question. Uh, where is it? So this reality consistent that we need to bond, what if we don't? Okay, so let's look at that. So this reality is insistent that we need to bond. By the definition, 
that we just said, right? So you need to create connections with people. You should um, create loving, nurturing relationships with people. And if you don't, that this is wrong. Um, for sure that if you don't have this as a mom with your baby, this is a problem. Um, lack of bonding is a problem. It creates dysfunctional relationships. Um, you know, babies thrive. Uh, there are studies that show that, like, lack of bonding is associated with negative outcomes, not th- babies not thriving, not growing. So what if we just looked at that and said, huh, that's an interesting point of view. So if it's just an interesting point of view, what are you actually aware of? So when there's something that you consider not bonding, so someone uh, described not bonding as this, like, sense of emptiness. So if you have a baby and you don't feel bonded, and I'm just babies an example, but you can take any relationship in which you feel that you don't have a bond with the other person. So if you if you perceive this emptiness or this lack of something, what if instead you ask the question, what am I aware of? So this reality is insistent that we need to bond, so what if we don't? So if you're an infinite being... Would an infinite being need to bond with other infinite beings? Or would an infinite being have communion with all things all the time? Is not bonding even real? Is it even true that we cannot bond with someone? So are you an infinite being? So do you start and stop somewhere? Or are you infinite? And if we're all infinite beings, like, I always imagine this infinite being as like this thing up in the heavens with like this, you know, (laughs) expanded energy and no physical body. And it's like, does an infinite being need to go, hmm, I need to go around bonding with my other infinite being playmates. How can I bond with them? Maybe we should play hockey together. Like, no, an infinite being would just be in communion with all things, with other beings, with the earth, um, with all the creatures in the universe, right? So... If you're an infinite being, do you need to bond? Or can you have communion with all things and do you already have an awareness of all things? It feels really like, yeah, thank you, Eleanor. So the other um, tool in, in that Access offers that I invite you to play with is that the truth will make you feel light and a lie will make you feel heavy. So as I'm talking, you can play with that tool and like, what is... What is creating lightness in your world and what's creating this? So when we talk about bonding and bonding with your family and obligation, is there some heaviness there? Um, Whereas when we talk about you as an infinite being having communion with all things, is that light? So I I looked at this already actually before the show and I looked up communion. Want to see what I found? So communion in Etymology Online says fellowship, mutual participation, sharing. So it's derived from com, so C-O-M, which is with and together, and unis, so U-N-U-S, and that's defined as oneness and union. So how different is communion and bonding? And which one would you rather have? Would you rather have oneness with your baby, um, union? Would you rather be with your baby, 
have togetherness with your baby. And what I get from this too is that there's this element of sharing, so this gifting and receiving. So, you know, where have we decided that as parents we're responsible for bonding with the child and that, like, we provide for the baby, right? So as a mom, I provide for the baby. I care for the baby. I give to the baby. So I, if I, I, I feed the baby, I diaper the baby, I bathe the baby, I clothe the baby, I house the baby, um, I give birth to the baby. I provide everything for this poor, helpless baby. Where is the receiving? So where is the gifting and receiving in that relationship? So we've identified bonding as, you know, I'm the mom, I'm responsible for bonding with my baby. I need to give all these things to my baby. I need to do all these things for my baby. I need to do all these things that this reality defines as bonding. You know, what if your baby is an equal contributor and how much can babies contribute to us and our children contribute to us, whatever the relationship is that you're looking at, contribute to us that we have not acknowledged. And I just, you know, this thing with moms and babies is just so much of my awareness because I feel like we discount babies and their contribution in this world because we look at them as these helpless little things who can't do anything or don't do anything and that we need to do everything for them. And it's just such a lie. I know it is. I know with every ounce of my being that is just such a lie. I look at babies that I care in the hospital and I know that those beings are creators of magnitude. They are powerful and they can impact the people around them like nothing else I have ever seen. So to look at a baby and think that it's helpless is just the biggest bullshit I have ever heard in my life. So, you know, what if we could look at having communion? So what if we could invite moms to have communion with their babies and how much are moms not receiving from babies that they could be receiving the gift that they are, the gift that they bring. So communion is oneness, gifting and receiving, not just pushing this definition of bonding onto the baby. And how much of this like unwillingness or like not acknowledging the contribution that the baby is to your life is creating this thing that we call not bonding or how much of it is creating dis-ease for the baby. Like, you know, what if we defined as colic or like, you know, babies are crying and like energetically what are the babies that we're not looking at and how much of that is actually that their contribution is not being received and how much could we change that? if we lowered our barriers and acknowledge these babies, these beings, they're they're infinite beings in small bodies, but they are not small beings. What could change if we acknowledge them for the gift that they are and for everything that they're actually giving us that we just can't see? Um, So, again, I'm going to put this out there again. Like, if you're an infinite being, does an infinite being need to bond or are they already in communion with all things. Um, So I would say that um, if you think you're not bonding with someone, I would encourage you to ask instead of what the hell is wrong with me, I'm not bonding with my baby or I'm not bonding with my kids. 
I would invite you to ask this question. What am I aware of? What am I aware of? So maybe you have a and you really don't like your baby. So actually, let's go to break, and I'd like to look at this because I'd like to look a little bit at postpartum depression and um, what this could actually be because I had a really interesting awareness about this yesterday. So um, thanks for listening so far. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Please don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation about bonding and families, the glue that holds us together. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures and Living on AdaZen.fm. I am your host, Petrina Fava. Um, I just want to invite you, if you're interested in contacting me, or um, I do offer private facilitation. Um, if this is something you would like to discuss with me in private, please visit my website, www.patrinafava.com. I also have several social media links. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Messy Adventures in Living. I have a great page. Um, you can check out that page for replays of all my shows, as well as uh, sometimes I post links there about stuff that we talk about on the show. 
Um, and you can connect with me on Facebook, Petrina Fava, on my public figure page as well. Um, so before we went to break, we were talking about bonding, and specifically we were talking about bonding and moms and babies and how much we have decided babies are these little pathetic, helpless things that we are responsible as the adult to create a bond with them. And then when that doesn't happen, or when we decide that it's not happening based on the definition of bonding that this reality gives us, that we judge ourselves and that this is a wrongness. So um, I just want to be clear, I am not saying that bonding in the sense of how we do define it in this reality is wrong. Because I'll tell you, like, I didn't really have any of this going on when with my children. I feel like I, you know, by this reality's definition of bonding, bonded well with my babies. I lo- I thought they were the most amazing things on the planet when they were born. Um, I loved being pregnant. I, 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 like, they just were... I, I, by all the standard definitions, totally was bonding with my babies who were born. And um, so I didn't have any real, quote-unquote, problems with bonding. Um, but I'll tell you, my stuff around bonding is starting to come up now as my kids are getting older because there are many days when they just annoy me to death. And <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Um, so they just they annoy me. And so a lot of my junk around bonding is coming up more now than it ever did when they were babies. And so we can look at that in a few minutes. But what I wanted to um, talk about is I was at um, postpartum depression and and how much of the not bonding is associated with postpartum depression. So, you know, moms have babies and then they feel completely disconnected with their baby. Um, they, they sometimes have like horrible feelings of wanting to get rid of their babies or harm their babies. And it can, it can be really frightening. And, and when I was being in this space of this question, you know, what are we aware of? So if I, if I don't have a judgment about postpartum depression and I don't have the point of view that not bonding is wrong, then what are we aware of? And I got, this, I had the sense of like, you know, there's two beings essentially sharing a body. And imagine what's, what is going on energetically when you're sharing your body with another being. Then I realized that a lot of us, and I certainly did, have the point of view that babies come into this world with a clean slate, right? So, you know, you may have religious beliefs, um, you may have other kinds of spiritual beliefs or, you know, no spiritual beliefs. But you may have some beliefs that lead you to the conclusion that babies come in to this world with no junk, with no points of view, with no crap from other lifetimes. And what if that's not true? Because I totally had that point of view. I'm like, babies are clean slates. Um, I didn't really believe in past lives for a long time. Um, then, you know, over the last few years, looking at that idea, I'm starting to wonder if if two beings are sharing a body, how much are our molecules, like the space between the molecules intertwined, how much communion do we have when we are sharing a body with another being? And also... How much are we aware of that other being? And how much are we aware of all their crap from all from this lifetime and all other lifetimes? So from the mom's perspective, this being 
you know, a body is growing as this being. Is it possible that that being has stuff that they're carrying from, you know, hundreds of other lifetimes possibly, and that we are aware of that junk as moms? And, of course, who tells us these things, right? Like, how weird of a concept is that? So, of course, we never entertain this possibility. So, is it possible that when you're pregnant, you are aware of your baby's past lifetimes and all the shit that they're carrying? And also, what if the two of you, how many lifetimes did the two of you share, not as mom and child, that now all of your crap from other lifetimes is coming up. So what if like, okay, this is crazy, but what if you guys killed each other in another lifetime? Like what if one of you murdered the other person? Like what if, you know, what kinds of weird feelings would you be feeling as a mom towards this, this, you know, this being, this baby, that you're like, what the hell? Like, why do I feel like I want to kill my baby? What the fuck is this shit? You know, and of course, you're told, you're going to totally judge yourself because who wants to kill a baby? So if we don't judge it, and that's the point here, is if we don't judge this stuff, and that's the beauty of this tool, interesting point of view, if we don't judge it as wrong, we don't judge it as right, and we ask the question, what am I aware of? can we then get the information that's required to change things? Right? So, you know, if this if this is something that's been happening for you, or if you're listening to this and you're pregnant, or you have had postpartum depression, or you're in the middle of postpartum depression, please, um, please don't judge. And use this tool. Everything is just an interesting point of view. And ask yourself, what are you aware of? What are you aware of when you your baby is born and the two of you don't quote-unquote bond and it seems like your baby doesn't like you and you don't like your baby? What is actually going on energetically? Is it possible that you have stuff from other lifetimes between you and if you, what's required to change that? Just the awareness of that alone can change everything. So what else is possible with postpartum depression that we've never considered? So I'm going to do a clearing. So everything that brings up, um, all of the lifetimes, everywhere you've judged yourself for hating your children, everywhere you've judged yourself for any negative feelings you've had towards your children, can you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right or good and bad. Pawn and Pock, All Nine Shorts, Boys and Beyond. So that bunch of words is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, you can find it at theclearingstatement.com. There's a huge explanation of what it is. Basically what it does is when the energy, when some energy comes up around something that we're talking about, um, we say the clearing statement and it just like gets rid of all of the, all of the um, connection to that. So, yeah. So that's it. So we're going to leave that there. So so someone um, asked a, another great question in the chat room. Um, what if not bonding is actually a greater contribution? So thank you for that question. I think it was Eleanor. So is it possible that this thing that we call not bonding is actually a gift of some kind? 
can it actually create something? So, you know, I remember someone telling me once that they were so grateful for the fact that their mom was such a, like, disconnected mom, quote-unquote. She um, never did anything for him. She always made him, like, do all his own stuff. She was very disconnected. I think she was even out of his life for many years. Um, And he was so grateful, and he actually told her, you know what, mom, like, I am actually so grateful that for all years you were totally out of my life because it made me who I am today, and it, it made me step up and be everything for myself and not want and not rely on anyone else. And he was in truly such a space of gratitude. So, you know, everywhere you're judging yourself for not bonding with your kids um, or for not doing the things that this reality tells you is bonding, like, you know, eating meals together or playing sports together or, um, like, what else? What all, What other things do we decide are bonding? Uh, you know, going shopping and doing your daughter. So everywhere... That, by the way, is something I've been judging myself for. So there you go. So everywhere you you have decided that not bonding with your children is damaging them, where actually it could be a contribution. And everywhere you're unwilling to acknowledge the gift that it could be, would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pun and punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what other things could you be or do that would create communion with you and your children and your family, different from bonding. And what what is this thing that we defined as bonding actually creating, which is what I think Rhonda mentioned in the chat room. So if we do this thing called bonding, that this reality tells us is bonding, right? So uh, spending lots of time together, going on regular vacations together, going skiing every weekend, having dinner you know, insisting. So this is something that a friend of mine, like, um, tells me all the time, drives her crazy, that, like, her family insists that they have Sunday dinner together every single weekend. So, like, for their their whole entire life, like, Sunday afternoons are dedicated to dinner with the family, and there are no ifs, ands, or buts, and there's no flexibility. And it's this point of view that this is how they bond. Truly, like, what is that creating with that rigid no flexibility is it is it creating communion like is it creating space is it creating ease or is it actually creating havoc in some ways when there when you feel obliged to go to dinner at your at your parents house every single sunday with like no flexibility you know is it creating resentment is it creating what is it actually creating and is it possible that giving people um, can actually be the greater contribution? And and the other point I wanted to make is, you know, where have we decided that bonding means you have to be in close proximity to each other? So um, my, my brother um, has spent the last six years living in Korea. He went over to Korea to teach English and then decided to stay <laughs> and um, get married and have a kid over there. And he actually recently just came back, which I'm so excited about. But, you know, this has been, that has been a huge gift to me because I get that separation is a lie because we have totally continued to have communion with each other across the world. And I actually think our quote-unquote bond 
has been enhanced over the last six years. And of course, we've been able to keep in touch over and in, in touch over electronic media and like and like um, you know telephone and that kind of thing. But where have we decided that bonding means that we have to be that you know it has to be with our bodies? You know, if you can't, if your baby is in the neonatal intensive care unit unit and you know attached to a million wires and under the lights and in an incubator and you can't touch your baby are you going to go into a tailspin because I can't bond with my baby and is that a lie so can you energetically connect with people and bond with them in a way that this reality doesn't teach you teach us can you have Union, can you have communion and togetherness? And can there be a sharing? Can there be an interconnectedness without the hands on touch? And of course, again, like I'm not making bodies wrong because bodies love to be touched. And, you know, I teach infant massage to families because I think it is amazing and I think a wonderful way to connect with your baby, to have communion. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be teaching this. I teach this now with the tools of access in such a different way. And I I I will be teaching these classes from a very different perspective uh in terms of energetic communication and using your awareness to communicate with your baby rather than just cuz what I'm aware when I teach um baby massage classes is that it can be very much about um routine and these are the strokes, this is how you do it, uh, step one, step two, step three, step four. And yes, absolutely, can it contribute to communion and togetherness and this quote-unquote bonding? Yeah, totally. You're touching each other's bodies, but babies love it. Um, moms love it. It's amazing. It feels great. Bodies love to be touched. Um, and what else is possible? So when you bring your awareness into that touch, then is there a whole other level of communion and a whole other level of creating something magical between the two of you that could be this thing that we desire, which we call bonding. Um, so, uh, sorry, I'm just getting back in the chat room. Oh, is bonding made up to feel good? Um, someone asked. And, you know, does bonding create codependency? Um, yeah. What what really is the purpose of bonding? Yeah, so what, what really is the purpose of bonding? You know, is it to create obligation? Uh, and I wonder, you know, way back in the 1800s, what, what, what was the purpose of bonding? Um, you know, was it to create ties, family ties? Um, hmm, what is that? There's some energy on that. Um, something about money. Connect, being connected, being tied to people. Um, wow, that's an interesting energy. Like, I actually see like ro- almost ropes tied to animals. So like, ownership there. That's what it is. So ownership. So everywhere that you have been owned, everywhere you've been bonded and owned, or everywhere you have tried to bond with people as a way to own them. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what else is that? So 
So how many oaths have we taken to be bonded to our families? So even marriage, right? If you look at marriage, how much of this oath-binding contracts are involved and where's the choice in that? Like, is there choice anywhere in that? You know, who really wants to be bound and obligated? Where is the element of choice? And again, not making marriage wrong, not making families and, and, and this idea of bonding wrong, but is there a different possibility? Is it possible to have space and choose to be with the people around you? Like, what would it be like if you could choose to enjoy your family, to enjoy your relationships, rather to be bound by that, rather than being bound to them by this obligation? Um, Eleanor in the chat room is, oh, and is just saying be, bonding is like being molded into who you are being bonded to. Hmm, that's interesting. So being bonding is like being molded into who you are being bonded to. Ah, it's like, well, um, creating your daughters into like mini Is that what you mean, um, Eleanor? That's kind of what, what's coming up for me. Um, like doing similar things with your children and are you being molded into who you are being bonded to? Yeah, so where have we misidentified being bonded to people as being similar to them? And are those connection points? So are we creating connection points? So the one plus two degree of bonding, this plus this equals this, and are we creating connection points that are that then if those connection points are not there, we've decided that we don't have a good relationship. And are we always looking to the same connection point? So um, I'll give you a quick example. Oh, my God, we only have five minutes left. So my thing where we talk about and all the things that drive us crazy. And I realized that this is a connection point that we have, and we can bond over this, and it's funny. Um, and, you know, is that really what I want to have with him? Like, do I really want to just bond over, like, the crazy things that we think my mom does? Like, no, I would rather have communion. So we <laughs> we are at four minutes to the end. Um, I What else do I want to say about bonding? Um uh, sorry, Keisha was just saying I don't get that it was used in the way that we use it now. Yeah, exactly. So we've how much have we twisted this idea of bonding? So what I'll leave you with is, you know, take a look at all the relationships in your in your life. Everywhere that you've decided it's wrong to not bond with your friends, your family, your lover, your husband, and especially with your babies and your children. And please just invite you to see everything as just an interesting point of view. And, you know, what I'm aware of is a great question. So if you perceive that you're not bonding with your baby, if you're not bonding with your children or anyone else in your life, please ask yourself, what am I aware of? Because you might get the awareness of some crazy stuff that is really going on between the two of you, that then you can change once you have the awareness of it. But if you're stuck in the wrongness of not bonding, then all you're doing is judging the crap out of yourself and then deciding that, you know, you have postpartum depression or that something is wrong and that you need meds and that kind of thing. So 
thank you so much for um, joining me today uh, and talking about bonding and what else is truly possible if we can look at having communion with each other and you know, if you're an infinite being, do you need to bond with other infinite beings or do you actually already have communion with all things and what does that look like? So what if we decided it's bonding that it actually isn't? And what is or what could bonding be? What could communion be that we've never considered before? What else is possible? Um, with this, are you already in communion with all living things or do you need to do things like eat with your family, sit down for family dinners, um, you know, have regular weekend family dinners? Are those things necessary and what are they creating in your life? What is, you know, male bonding creating with your friendships when you feel like you have to like you know, haze each other and punch each other out? Um, or what? what is it creating when you feel like you have to bond over meals? Um, what's that creating for your body? What if this doesn't work for you? Um, remember that whatever you decide bonding is, you're closing the doors to all the other possibilities of what you can have as communion. So what is possible for you now to have as communion with all things, with all living things, with all members of your family. That's never been possible before. Thank you for joining me on Messy Adventures in Living. Um, I'm your host, Petrina Sava. Join us again next week when we'll be joined by a very great guest, Katie Rubin, and we will be looking at consciousness and the hilarious that it can be. Um, thank you so much to everyone for playing in the chat room. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will see you and I will talk to you again next week on Messy Adventures. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life.